Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Today in history, in 2022, co-host of the world-renowned podcast, What the Fuck History, Matt, got COVID-19 after dodging it for two years. Womp womp. I know, you can hear the stuffiness, dude. <laughs> Welcome to What the Fuck History, where we discuss the wackiest and weirdest things that make us say, well, what the fuck history. I am your vigilante crime fighter, the Zachary, and the city calls to me tonight like all nights. The wail of sirens bleeding down streets, like the wailing voice of a jazz singer. But this is no lullaby, for the song is the song of justice. My name is Megan, and after hearing today that the White House's famous Easter egg hunt resumed after two years, I'm just wondering, hey Biden, where was my invitation? And how do I get one for next year? And I'm Matt. Today I learned that Dumbledore is too gay for China. That's true. That's true. It is true. Just full Red stop. Article. No explanation. Love it. Let's so that, roll. No, so it's, <laughs> <laughs> so it's tied to um, the new how to... Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them? How to win a guy in twenty days? Hey, how to how to train your dragon movie? How to train? Yeah, new How to Train Your Dragon came out. Hey, don't knock um, it's How got, to Train Your Dragon like that. It's got Dumbledore in it. It does have Dumbledore in it. It's really and weird. Dumbledore, as we know because of J.K. Rowling, is uh, gay. Yep, um, she has said that. Uh, is surprisingly the only thing she's progressive about. Um, <laughs> but. I guess, uh, so yeah, the new Fantastic Beasts franchise film is coming out in China. I don't know, is it banned completely in the country? I don't think they're letting it in. Or are there just certain scenes that are banned because it's Dumbledore getting railed by Mads Mikkelsen? Stop, oh my god. Um, it's actually, I don't know. <laughs> so, fun fact, China only does let in a certain number of foreign films per year, um, but they, mm -hmm. the ones that do get in have to go through a very uh, strict round of censors to make sure every scene is uh i wouldn't say kosher because because uh, it's china yeah. it's china but um but like my i guess i'm just kind of trying to figure out what their barometer is for gay content i mean <laughs> this is also the like same this country is something that, that we could this is also the same country that made them edit the poster for star wars so that finn wasn't on it that's yeah, because they don't true. like black people. So, like, I think the barometer is very much like... Oh, yeah. So, no, it's... I mean, it's a low... Like, if we were playing Limbo... Yeah. We would need to get... We'd need to get pretty pretty far down there. Yeah. 
because it's a very low bar for what's acceptable. I'll, I'll look it up specifically, but um, as I'm looking it up, I will interrupt whoever's story is first. Do you want to tell us the... <laughs> the... Literally haven't, I haven't done that part of my script yet. Yeah, so. do you want to... Go off, sis. Is... Hang on, I'm going to blow my nose because if you can't tell, I'm fucking sick. <laughs> This is good content. Yep. Mm, that nose ASMR. <laughs> okay, okay, wait. It's not banned. It, the gay oh, okay. the gay storyline is The gay storyline has been okay, okay, so as I said, yeah, the movie itself. The gay is dialogue, banned. if you will. The gay dialogue between Dumbledore and uh Grim Grimbus Grumbus. Grimbus Grumbus. His new name. The rest of the movie is fine. Just get rid of that The Grimace rest of the movie love. is fine. Just get rid of these two lines where Whatever. Dumbledore says to a guy, <laughs> I want some of that Grumbus loving. I love you. I want, I want some of that Grumbus loving. Yeah. Can I... I just say that Fantastic Beasts is a fucking like five page book and somehow it's spanning five movies? Yeah. But I think like... I would care about it if it was actually labeled Fantastic Beasts and some Grumbus loving. Yeah. I was about to say, like, <laughs> I, I think I want to see this movie just for that one scene where Jude Law goes, I want some Grumbus loving. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I'd lose my mind. Really excited. You know, I'm really excited for Jude Law to just look deeply into the camera. My friend has and a cricket. I can just pretend that he's looking directly at me when he says that he wants some Grimbus loving. Because don't do you we think all I could, want some Grimbus loving? Do you think I could We're design really? a shirt that has Jude Law's face on it and underneath it it says, I want some Grimbus loving? <laughs> I also love that Grimbus Grumbus is one of fucking Tyler's creations from Dream I know. I'm I'm using him in such a uh, profane way. way. Yeah. Uh we've done enough to pad out the intro to this episode. Yeah. Uh I do want to apologize to everyone I am sick with COVID-19, but we're we're chugging along. Um, our strikes have been set. <laughs> our strikes have been set to 0. A game of rock, paper, scissors has been played, and the order for tonight is me, followed by Zach, followed by Megan. Um, so pick up your bingo cards and let's get going. Time to duel. Shut the fuck up, Yugi. If you guys had Matt gets COVID-19 on your bingo card, first of all, why? Secondly, go ahead and strike that off. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, second is fuck you, third is strike that off. I got it for Easter. What a present. Yeah, the Easter bunny fucking... All right, so I will start my story if you guys don't have a problem. I'm ready Not at all. for it. Uh, this is a story that I was saving for a guest episode that ended up falling through, so I'm doing it now because I'm a sick little boy who didn't want to do too much hard work. <laughs> uh, but I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be telling you guys about the 40 elephants. Just in okay. general, 40, elephant, 40 random yeah. elephants in the world. Well, I mean, so the 40 elephants is a well-known about event where an entire circus of an entire circus's troop of elephant performers got high on some drugs and destroyed a large portion of the south of london my oh. favorite part about your introduction for this story is it's a well-known event and i'm like what you, but you've never, <laughs> I've heard, never of heard of this event yeah no i've never it's heard a lot of it. like pablo escobar's cocaine hippos oh oh okay you had me at cocaine <laughs> <and hippos. laughs> i'm just kidding uh, that sounds like I just made up a lot of stuff. Uh, Pablo Escobar's cocaine hippos are, ex are a real thing, and maybe I'll talk about them on another... Uh, I'm having... They'll talk about them later. I'm having a fucking stroke, guys. 
Anyways, the the 40 elephants are a group of girl bosses that I wanted to bring up. Um, they're also known as the 40 Thieves. They're a group of female thieves based out of London uh, that started somewhere in the 1870s. I think the first reported case of them existing was like officially in papers in 1873. And they lasted well beyond my favorite of the world wars. So they oh, were in existence wait, from what? like 73 to like well into the 1950s. That's oh, okay. fucking a long time to be doing some thievery. Oh, yeah. And they were led by a woman with a super cool name. Oh. 40? Huh? Was her first name 40? And she called the rest of her girls the elephants? No. Her name was Alice. Oh. Alice. Diamond. Alice. Alice Diamond, Alice Diamond who also went by her... the Queen of the Forty Thieves, or Diamond Annie. Okay. Was Diamond her actual government name? Have no research that says that it was not. Okay, fair. So I would say yes. I'm going to assume yes because it's too cool to... Re- Honestly, uh, the fact that you have called it into question annoys the hell out of me, and I'd like you to take a strike. <laughs> Oh, um, no thanks. Okay, fair enough. Um, <laughs> so, I'm asking valid, valid historical questions. We're not about, we we're not valid about valid history. We're not, that's not what this is. No, that is what we do. We just, yeah, kind of. Um, so they got their name from the area of operation, which is a section of London known, I don't know how London fucking names their sections of cities. <laughs> Uh, but this is a section of London known as Elephant and Castle. Okay. Um, the only one I know is Mayfair. That's fair. Is that a... Is that uh, I know about... I know nothing about London oh. or their... I was going to say Liverpool, but Liverpool's just No, yeah, you're definitely wrong. Um, I was going to say Liverpool was fuck London. Fuck off. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm wrong, but you don't have to point out. You're being out. so mean to me. <laughs> have I pointed out that I'm sick? Hey, you can't use that excuse forever. No, I can't, but I can tonight. I've got the black lug. <laughs> I'm like fucking Timmy from A Christmas Carol. Stop. Um, anyways. <laughs> he couldn't walk. The 40 Elephants were known associates of another uh, prominent mob known as the Elephant and Castle Mob because <laughs> men Everybody don't m- elephants men apparently. don't come up with fucking great names for their thieving games. You heard it here here folks, men can't name things. <laughs> the man half of the the swindling section in this part of London was called the Elephant and Castle Mob and then the uh, I mean in all fairness, yeah. Going back to our favorite film that I have to make both of you watch when oh, yeah. Matt does not have the COVID anymore, Ocean's Eleven was just Danny Ocean's and his Eleven associates. Right. Like, <laughs> it, it's not that creative, people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, like, she called her... Fu- well, okay, so to be fair, she did call her Band of Thieves the 40 Thieves, but... Yeah. I mean, the 40 Elephants sounds better than the Elephant and Castle Mob. Yeah, we, we know where to find The you. Elephant uh, and Castle Mob were led by the brothers Charles and Wall McDonald. It's also worth noting that Charles's nickname was Wag, so it was Wag and Wall Wag. McDonald. Um, oh, that's so Yeah, nice. it's really fun. Fuck. But, uh, as I mentioned, this was a group of all-female thieves, and the way they went about 
their thievery was by um, sewing false pockets into their dresses and their hats and other types of apparel that they would wear into stores. Okay. So essentially, uh, back in those days, women were sort of given a little bit of privacy when they would go about uh, go about the place. Go about the so place these women were allowed general. to kind of peruse stores without being bothered too much, and they would just tuck bits of jewelry and things into these hidden pockets that were in their dresses, or they'd tuck them in their hats. Ah, I see. Using the misogyny to take down the patriarchy. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, well, you gotta... You gotta trick them. You gotta reverse psychology. Yeah, and then, so they would just tuck these in, and then they would leave. And, you know, as as they built up members, they would be wiping these fucking stores out. Because they'd have, like, they'd they'd have groups of six or seven women going into these stores... Just <laughs> there's nothing left to steal fucking jewelry into their pockets. I like how I like the image of a store clerk being like, have a good day. And then he looks at the shelves and just there's just fucking empty. nothing left. Yeah. He's like, what could have happened here? It certainly couldn't have been these women. But yeah. So they'd literally just they'd walk in, they'd steal and then they'd walk out and they would take like clothing items as well so they wouldn't just steal jewelry and like the small shit they would take actual clothes but the reason that they didn't get caught more often than not was because they weren't like taking the clothes and then wearing them they would fence them and they would sell them elsewhere and then they would go out and buy themselves nice things so they wouldn't just like Yes. It's not like one of those situations where, like, they steal this entire fucking necklace of diamonds and then they're wearing it on the street the next day. They would, like, yeah. fence their shit and they'd be smart about it. Smart. I, although I will say I'm just imagining that, like, this lady walks into a store wearing, like, whatever and then walks out with, like, I don't know how to explain it other than the equivalent of, like, 50 t-shirts on one torso. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Have a good day! But... Ma'am, did you come in here with 50 t-shirts? I absolutely did. And I won't allow you to tell me different. I won't allow (laughs) you to take these off my body. Not only that, but I cannot move my arms. (laughs) Um, I did want to say, though, that my favorite thing about researching this story, aside from the fact that the leader's name is Alice Diamond, is that at a certain point in the 40 Elephants' uh, career, Mm -hmm. they got... So well known that when they showed up to locations, people just panicked, and so <laughs> and so they fucking empty out the store anyways. So like these people would just see these women coming, and they yeah. would just fucking leave the store, so the forty yeah. elephants could just fucking ransack the whole place, and just just brother. imagine some. Guy behind the counter, like, well, you're gonna do it anyway, so I'm like, Yeah, on. right, exactly. <laughs> just like Percy on his I'm fucking I'm taking a long yeah. lunch. I'll see you in 45 minutes, or I won't. Hopefully not. Yeah, fucking. Hopefully, you still have wares for me to buy this fucking when guy. I come back. No, like, people I people legitimately wish. would just see these women and they'd, they'd just leave the stores. So these, these women would just come in and, uh, fuck shit up 
Yeah, apparently it was just ruining the shopping day for everybody except for them. And, like, I respect that. I respect that. You gotta assert your dominance. Get what you need, Queen. Yeah. So, I will be honest. I probably did not do, you know, the best amount of research on this today in between naps. Um, But, like, I just thought that this story was really cool. We were originally going to do this. Uh, when we were going to have, like, uh, a different history podcast that was mostly about girl bosses. We were going to have them do a Come guest on. episode with us, and unfortunately that fell through. And I've been sitting on this for a little while, and I figured, well, I had the bones of it, but not, like, a full thing. Yeah. But I thought this was kind of cool. And with yeah. that said, uh, if you have a girl boss history podcast and you want to come on and talk to us, yeah, we'll talk to you about girl boss up, girl. history. We love girl boss history. Hit us up, girl bosses. Girl boss As girl bosses ourselves. As girl bosses yeah. ourselves. I mean, yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, so I, I don't feel like I can claim that title. So Who? they they did um they did eventually get or like. Bits and pieces of them would get caught. Yeah. And they didn't, as far as I'm researching, they didn't, like, rat each other out. They were they were good. pretty good, good at Solidarity. Because snitches now, end up in ditches. Yeah. Did Alice Diamond have, like, Yakuza weight? Like, could she go up to, like, the precinct and be like, let my girl out, set her free? Okay, so here's the thing. Like... Again, I probably didn't do a ton of... I didn't do a good enough amount of research to sort of see what kind of weight she pulled. With that said, though, I think it's... This is a justice system that, probably very much like our own justice system, that it doesn't matter. No crime is technically illegal if you can pay for it later. Well, and they that's probably true. had a lot of money. The thing is, Fines like... are just crimes for a price. Ag- again, <laughs> these women weren't dumb about what they did so the fences that they worked with were really smart the women never wore or rarely wore what they had stolen so it wasn't like they were going out in all the flashy like they got money from selling these items but it what and they could go out and like buy what they wanted but it wasn't like oh let me wear this that's obviously being fucking like it's something that someone stole so they were smart about it i'm also assuming even if someone did wear something that was stolen stolen say stacy stole a dress stacy's not gonna wear it but lauren can because lauren wasn't at the scene of the fucking crime exactly so it's one of those things where like it's it was really just um i can probably do more research and add it in somewhere later on but like for the most part it's just these women were fucking prolific thieves Hell who yeah. just, you know, it's, I'm trying to get an idea of how many, because it's obviously not 40. Um, although I am reading, <laughs> I am reading this thing that says, um, the Elephant and Castle Gang was a powerful army of all male smash and grab artists. The 40 Elephants, in contrast, was a tightly run, neatly organized collection of cells whose operations extended across London and into other cities. Hell yeah. So, Which is cool. Like, stuff. they must have had more people than 40 if it extended into other well, cities. Well, it had to oh, extend absolutely. into other cities because they weren't getting the same high out of it. So, like, when people started to get... 
Like they just started to run away. They were like, "Well, this isn't the this fun? isn't doing what we want it to do anymore." Yeah. Well, I think the other thing too is like sometimes I think about um, like when you read historical fiction, right, or like historical uh, accounts of you know what working conditions were like back then. It's like, okay, well, you just kind of work for fourteen to twenty hours or whatever a day. You get paid terribly. Uh, and then you wake up the next day and you do it again and you're always poor. It's like, yeah, I'd probably be a criminal too, honestly. I would also be yeah. a criminal. Well, 2022 is the era of the villain arc. I have That's decided true. it. That's true. 2022, so. become your the best villain you can be. Absolutely. If Jeffrey Bezos gets to do it, then why hey, can't I? Hey, that's not his name here. Je- oh, you're right. Jeffrey Bezos. There we go. <laughs> Thank you for the correction. <laughs> Also, you can mark that off your bingo Yeah, mark it off your bingo cards. Bozos was mentioned. Bozos was So I'm sorry that my story was a little short and a little under-researched, but I'm sick! Yeah, I think that's a fair excuse. That's fair. But uh, if you're all set, I shall take this podcasting baton from the... Yeah, I'm going to mute myself for a minute so that I can sneeze, cough, and blow my nose. Okay, thanks. I'm going to sanitize this baton. Yeah, for sure sanitize. Yeah, please. Um, now that I have put on my full uh, chemical suit. suit, my yeah. hazmat suit, I have grabbed it with the grippy tongs from a distance like grippy tongs. and dipped it into a vat of acid Yep. and have thoroughly cleaned it afterwards, I shall take the podcasting baton. All right. That was way too long for a bit that did not No, pay it off. definitely paid off. Please keep it in. <laughs> okay, but I'm going to take this baton and inform you all that for good, bad, or indifferent, I will not be doing my Batman voice for the entirety of this Hey, segment. Zach. Oh, is it I, yeah. because you want vocal cords? Yeah, I was going to yes. say, like, I love you a lot, and yeah. I'm very happy that you decided not to do your Batman voice because I just felt I felt so bad for your entire throat. Yeah, well, pff, it's wooden. <laughs> but anyway, I'm, I would have sacrificed it. It's a sacrifice worth making. Zach's like, this is something that I would be willing to die for. He's brave enough to yeah. do a Batman voice when I would... If I had tried today, it would have been me going, and then... <laughs> <laughs> okay, but the trick with doing any voice like that is you have to inter- like make engage your false folds in your vocal cords instead of your actual vocal cords uh-huh. so you don't uh-huh. Uh-huh. shred up your vocal uh-huh. cords. Little trick I learned. Cool. Anywho, a little, a little trick, a little pickup thing I did. Yeah, I'm just apologizing for the friends and dear listeners who might have wanted me to. Uh, That's do the true. There, voice. there were the people out there that did. How many? This. How so, many? Sorry, folks at home. Well, at least I counted, two. and yeah, there's at least two. Okay. I just did a poll. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh Let's continue. Phone. Quick, quick poll. Uh, but so first things first, this story is not actually about my personal favorite, Cape Crusader. Um, but we're going to circle back to that idea later. Second, Henry VIII sucks ass, am I oh right? Oh my god. That's true. Amen, brother. I've been waiting for you to bring the him up. The only person who sucks oh. more ass is Ronald Reagan. That's true. Ultimate it's But it's a clear contention. Yeah, no, It definitely. is a clear contention. I don't know, dude. I'm going to say Ronald Reagan's still worse. Yeah, Ronald Reagan ekes out the lead. But, like, do you really want to win first place in that race? Some people might. <laughs> Ronald Reagan sure Donald does. Trump's running anyway. for it. Anyway. Ah, that's true. Fuck. All right. 
So we're going to talk about our least favorite syphilitic savior of England. Syphilitic savior sounds like a really good band name. It's going to be a great punk band. That is a good punk band. Hey, if they can make the yeah, radium so, girls, they can make the syphilitic saviors. There we syphilitic go. Syphilitic saviors. But also, fun fact, uh, Henry probably never actually died of syphilis and probably never had syphilis. Oh. Uh, it's more likely that he died from scurvy and the fact that he was fat as fuck. Well, but- <laughs> yeah, it's probably because he's fat as fuck. I'm sorry. But... Obesity doesn't help when you have scurvy, apparently. No, no amount of oranges will help. No amount of citrus will save you. Anyway, he not only had a penchant for hating all of women, but he also loved weapons. I, yep, I can see So, sounding like a real man's man, am I right, fellas? Yeah, Yeah, dude, hell yeah, I could grab a beer I just want to say that, for my own sanity, Zach called Henry VIII fat as fuck, and then I did Google his weight to see if I was less than him, and I am. You are. Uncomfortably, yeah, you... I weigh comfortably less than he does. How much did he, he weigh? He weighed 400 pounds, <laughs> and I weigh 330. Yeah. So I'm I'm like, 70 you're, pounds you're, under you're the Gucci. bar of being Henry VIII. Yeah, just that's what. The, and as long as you're not as heavy as Henry VIII or Howard Taft, you're fucking fine. Oh, jeez, now hey, I have Matt, to look up something. While else. you're, yeah, can you look up how heavy Henry Taft was? Taft got stuck in a bathtub. Okay, I know he got stuck in a bathtub. I just want to know. I want to know the stats. Uh, <laughs> well, according to this, he was only two hundred and forty-three pounds. No, that's not wow. true. How? No, but I think he was also very a short man. Uh, no, he was six feet tall. Holy oh, shit. Huh. He was a tall Hang on. boy. Tall Hang boy. on. This is a whole different sidetrack. I know. He weighed, so uh, he weighed more than 330 pounds when he was president. Oh, okay. Anywho, okay. sounds like a real man's man. Blah, 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 blah. That was supposed to segue into, I'm joking, you should never strive to live like this piece of shit in a skin oh, suit. Oh, so sorry. It's okay. I'm so sorry. We I got distracted. We, we got distracted <laughs> by my uh, my own body image issues. Eh, well, we all got them. You're a beautiful man, Matt. Never forget that. Even if you have the Rona. Uh, <laughs> even if you have the Rona, which I like, I like the idea of that somehow affecting uh, somehow like, affecting my just... outward appearance. Yeah, yeah, he's disgusting on the inside, but he's pretty on the outside. <laughs> I am disgusting on the inside. That's for fucking sure. (laughs) We all are. Humans are disgusting on the inside. Anyway. Ooh, so squishy. We gotta go. (laughs) We gotta fucking go. (laughs) I got a bedtime. It's nap naps. (laughs) What if Henry VIII's favorite weapons happened to be a mace? No, wait. Yes, his mace. A stick? uh, No, a mace. Not his dick. But no, yes, sorry. also his dick, which maybe he called no. a mace. I, I don't heard know. Megan say a stick. I mean, technically, a mace is kind of a stick with just with a, a heavier with end. A pointed it's true. It. I definitely didn't yeah. say his dick, but like, I'm happy that your mind went there. I said his <laughs> oh, dick. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. So uh, he had a mace that he was particularly fond of, uh, yeah. and it was a mace that happened to have a whole bunch of spikes arranged on the top of the shaft. Yeah. Ha ha, get your laughing. <laughs> we I, already went there, Zach. I was. Yes, I was but it, it was a very good assault weapon uh, to the yep. point where it actually got a playful name being mm. called the Holy Water Sprinkler. What? I don't. Oh, I get it. 
You get it? You get oh, it? Yeah. Okay. I'm actually going to send y'all an image of yeah. this because it's fucking... Oh, and no, I can't send you the image yet. Okay. I, I don't want to reveal the prestige. Yeah. The don't, prestige. Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. It's Henry VIII. If you can't justify brutality, I'm sure your Christian gods can. Right? Yes! Anyway... <laughs> This was one of old Henry's favorite because not only was it a deadly blunt force and spiky trauma weapon, but folks, this bad boy mace had a second secret mousecatool that we can use for later. Ooh. A- any guesses? Was there tequila hidden in the handle? Could it also, no. was like, a, could a sword come out of it? No. Did it also oh, work man. as his mobile phone? There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist fitting into their schedule and of course the cost well better help can solve those problems it's totally online and built around your schedule it's surprisingly affordable too connect with a credentialed therapist by phone video or online chat all from the comfort of your home visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month that's better help H E L P. I'm not gonna justify that with an answer. Can you imagine? He's like he like holds a spiky. He's, got... he's, like, he's like hello. Hey, can't really talk now. Knocking heads off my enemies. Yeah, I'll get back yeah. to you. So <laughs> this mace had a second secret mouse tool, which was a hidden compartment in the head of the maze that had four long cylinders running from the top of the maze to the handle of the maze. Uh-huh. Okay. And these cylinders had a nasty habit of exploding. Uh-huh. What the fuck? While he was but it was a controlled it? explosion. Oh. oh, okay. Because Henry VIII had a fucking mace that was also a gun. Guys, I hate what? this. Because <laughs> I'll be honest with you, I don't really like a lot of Henry VIII's anything yeah just like his whole but a mace that is also a gun i could kind of fuck with and now this is where i reveal the The prestige prestige. prestige. because i'm sending you the image love this for us the prestige holy shit (laughs) is it scary Is it scary? I'm it's scared. It's not scary, I'm but very to call scared. that it's scary. It's to call awesome. that a mace is fucking. That's not a. That's not a mace. That's, that's a, a fucking great club, my guy. That's a. That's a with a gun guy. inside. I'm so. That is a great club with a gun in it. Everybody's over here at the D and D table picking their classes and spells, and Henry the Eighth was like, "Fuck it, I want to cast." Gun. He's a fucking gunbarian, cast... dude. He's a yeah, gunbarian. He's like, Absolutely. can I be both an artificer and a barbarian, but mostly a barbarian? He's a fucking yeah, mostly a barbarian. I mean, gunzerker. I was gun gonna zerker. add something in here, a, a joke about them fighting the big bad evil guy. But let's be real, Henry was the big bad the evil big guy. The big bad evil yeah. guy emphasis on the 
big. I like them chunky. Wow, dude, that's a fucking throwback. It's a, <laughs> <laughs> I like them big. I like them chunky. Fuck, it's in my head yeah. now. But anyway. that thing to call that a mace. Zach. Yeah, it's yeah. not. Well, like when you're like it has three, it has four cylinders, and I was like, I'm thinking of. Am I thinking of the wrong weapon? Like I know what a mace looks like. I where does he put the cylinders? Um, That's just. Oh, he stuffs them right in. How there. did he load it? Um, so it was loaded with gunpowder and like a a string that would light on like a fuse. Yeah. I'm so, so it was more scared. like a miniature cannon than like a pistol. That's not even a miniature cannon, Zach. That's a cannon. <laughs> That's a four-barreled cannon. cannon. Yes. But it's is... it's odd particularly because out of all the Bloodborne-esque bullshit trick weapons that came out of this yeah. time, Henry's mace happened to be decently effective. It had the same abilities, firing rate, and accuracy of later 16th century pistols. Holy shit. Christ. Alive. This thing was this? brilliantly made. Who did the... He didn't do this. He, I think he did. I don't think he, he did. He was an inventor of sorts. I'm something Who? of a scientist myself. Henry VIII, something of a scientist myself, as Who long as it deals with killing people. Henry VIII's big oh, mace gun. Megan cannot tolerate the fact that Henry VIII <laughs> may have come up with this. Who made it? Who made uh, look, it? Look, I, I think at least Henry came up with the idea. I will say that. I, I refuse to believe that this man, this man was just like, I am a terrible person and I made something so, like an affront against God. <laughs> I can believe that. I can absolutely that believe that. That man's entire existence was an affront against God. <laughs> <laughs> but what did Henry do with his bashing and blasting beauty? Anything you wanted. Yes, but particularly in his younger days... Uh, Henry decided it was a good idea to go out at night, wielding this weapon, Light wearing fire. a mask. Wearing no, he fought crime. Oh my god. He fought crime? Is... That's right, folks. Real life misogynist and caped crusader Henry VIII. Fought crime? I can't believe it. Zach, <laughs> he it. was the crime. He I was know. The crime. Oh, and we're gonna himself. get to that. We're gonna get to the fact that he is the crime in a minute here. Hold oh. up. So, Hold on to your pants. Oh, did he pull a Zach's... nightcrawler? Was he the one committing the murders and then catching himself? No, no. Zach, but, wait, wait, wait. How yep. old was Henry when he was doing this? Because like it couldn't have been in his later years when he No was... no no, it was before he got fat. Oh, okay, okay. He was a youth. Man, do you think do you think Catherine of Aragon knew? Like, why I... are you out so late, sweetheart? <laughs> I don't think anyone gave a shit. I don't think Henry VIII was a man you gave lip to. Yeah, he was just like, I'm gonna, one day I'm gonna ruin the church. Catherine, I'm doing what I want. Catherine, I'm doing what I want. I married you, didn't I? The mask that was later displayed alongside the mace by Henry You're VIII. You're fucking joking. Was, was nothing crazy about it other than the fact that it is absolutely terrifying. You're fucking he, kidding um, me that he actually wore a mask. Yes, he wore a You're mask. Fucking um, lying to me, Zach. I am not lying. It is not this, stated. Like I it's cannot. no one knows exactly what mask he wore. Are you but joking? he displayed a specific mask next to the mace later on in his life, and it made people theorize that this was the mask that he used. Are and... you gonna post that in the Discord too? Oh, it's. Do you want to have nightmares? I have to yeah. see it. 
I want to see okay. it. Okay. Are you I ready for the nightmare fuel? Yeah, I'm ready. I want to see it with my eyes, Zach. I'm, I want to use I'm my eyes. I'm taking NyQuil anyways. Oh, see, that's not even that bad. Okay. Well, here's the thing. It's got ram's horn and teeth and glasses for some fucking reason. <laughs> yeah, the glasses are an interesting I want to be scary, but also astute. Okay, but that's not so, that's not bad compared to the fucking no, Michael Keaton Matt. or George Clooney rather Matt. Batman suit with the nipple. That Matt, okay, fair. Come on, picture picture this though. It's the 1500s. You are drunk and committing a crime for some reason. Be gay, do crime. You believe in demons, and all of a sudden, a masked <laughs> stranger comes out of the shadows with. We- a weapon you have never seen before, and you're like, oh my god, the devil is real. And then you only I have two seconds myself. to process that before you get shot in the <laughs> fucking chest. Yeah. No. Pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty and much. Like the man who got shot in the chest with a rifle, he got shot he in the chest with a rifle. Or a gun mace in this instance. Or a but gun mace. So this the gun club. Unbefore- the gun club. I need to add this I'm to so a scared. D&D campaign somewhere. Okay. Yeah. I Henry want the VIII. campaign to be called the Gun Club. No, I like. The I just club. need this weapon to exist in a D&D <laughs> campaign, and it will be called the Gun Club. So young Henry VIII strikes out at night, aiming to instill fear into the hearts of all ne'er-do-wells and thugs. Which, by the way, I do want to specify that Henry VIII specifically made vigilante justice illegal during his reign. Yeah, so, so that he could be the only one to fucking do it. Yeah, That'd dude. be like Bruce Wayne taking over Gotham as mayor and being like, no vigilantes. And then he's just, <laughs> I hate the Batman. And then he's just jumping off the fucking roofs like, ha ha. ha. Like, I get to have this fun. He's like, sir, you you said no vigilantes. He's like, yeah, yeah but I can't fucking for... catch him. No, no, yeah, Bruce but... Wayne said no vigilantes. Yeah. And man, the Batman. I already, I can't. He's like, Ooh. but I'm Batman now. Yeah, so this is However, this is literally Henry VIII being like, no vigilantes except for me. <laughs> Pretty I really much. Hope that's how we put on. I that. honestly He's hope like, that that's how he sounded. I hope that's how he sounded too. Henry eventually does get caught by some random guard and is thrown into prison. And then he Stop. reveals that it's him. Well, yeah, he ends up taking off the mask, and the guard is eventually like, well, shit, you're the king. He has one of those moments, like Rorschach in <laughs> fucking Watchmen. Give me yeah, back my face! Is... Where's my face? <laughs> but the best part about this is, we're talking about King Henry VIII, the most unhinged person besides Caligula. And what does King Henry do when he gets thrown into prison, and this guy's like, oh, fuck, I'm does done? He... he blasts him with the gun mace. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Does he no, play? King Henry's like, no, man, that's cool. Like, uh, I absolutely was breaking my own laws, so, like, good on you for doing your job. Definitely should have arrested my ass. No. Yes. He had a completely normal <laughs> response. Normal response. I was expecting like, yeah, him to law. rip off his clothes shit and, like, smear <laughs> it on the walls or something. <laughs> Just normal response, like, yeah, I fucked up. It's whatever. I hate that. I expected <laughs> him to rip off his That's his, like, that's his fucking moment. His moment, like, his sobering moment. <laughs> where he's literally oh, just yep. at his lowest point, and he's looking at this guard, and the guard's like, Sir, and he sir, you realize this is contact. really embarrassing. And then 
King Henry I, is sort of just I like, know. yes, and I'll thank you to keep it between us. Pretty much. Thank you for arresting me. I will never do this again. Well, that's so the thing. It's not it's... stated if his nightly raids continued after that, but he definitely didn't stay in jail. Yeah, for sure. It would have been really funny if, like, the shitting thing had happened because he wouldn't have been known as, like, the king with the six wives. No, he would have been, would have been the, the king, king that, that smeared a shit The king that got arrested for vigilante justice when he was the only vigilante <laughs> around who shit on the walls. Oh. <laughs> Can you imagine how different his guys? Can we? Can I be honest? Like King yep. Henry VIII sounds like a dude I would fuck with, if it hadn't <laughs> been for the fact that he had killed so many people and been just a terrible piece of shit. Yeah, like he, he sounds like someone that you would know in here. fucking college. That's yeah. Jim Belushi from fucking Animal, Animal House. House. That's. I wish his story had ended there. Right. <laughs> but this all brings me to my final point. Um, that King Henry was an overzealous man who had more money than God. And with that money, he chose to get some fancy gadgets, stock the streets at night, and beat the disenfranchised rather than actually fixing the problems at their root. I can't believe So that. one could argue that King Henry VIII... Was the first Batman. Definitely the worst, and that includes both the Frank Miller comic version and George Clooney on screen. Yeah. But one could argue King Henry VIII was the OG Batman. Can we talk about yeah, how agree. problematic it is that Batman is literally just beating the shit out of insane people all the time? Yeah. Oh, definitely problematic. We should probably not get bogged down on that. I could go into that rabbit hole forever, so yes. Nice. Um. <laughs> Just for the audience, so that that doesn't sound so terrible. We did have, like, an off-screen conversation about my well-being. I'm fine. We're going to keep going. And this is Megan's story. (laughs) I'm ready. Um, This is my TED Talk. Oh, Jesus. Um, Can you tell us what your notes are? What are they titled? It's called This This is What People Really Did Before the Internet, an expose. That whole thing is the title of your notes? I, yeah. love that. I love that journey for you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you're about to come on it with me. Okay. I'm ready. Um, whether you want to or not, there's really no choice. Old people love to bemoan the loss of the good old days. Uh, whatever that okay, means. Boomer. I assume it's like... Yeah, okay, boomer. Um, I assume it's like this idyllic time in their minds when people like got on trains or sat in parks and talked to complete strangers um a a time when humanity was closer together and homophobia was even more rampant than it is now you know the good old days you say like going into parks and on trains and talking to strangers there are some days where i don't even like talking to the people i actually want to be around so i can't imagine just striking up conversations with strangers well zach that's because we're not living in the good old days fuck the good old days anyway that's my ted talk i think the good old days don't really (laughs) exist Exactly. They don't. I mean, the rampant homophobia did. Well, no, yeah. The I'm does, saying like does. there's no such thing as the good old days. It's all through the lens of you know better times according to your own twisted idyllic. Anyways, please keep talking. <laughs> 
I am here to crush the idea of the good old days, as we all have already done that, because while there may have been nothing else to do before the invention of the internet and Wi-Fi, that didn't mean people were engaging in wholesome activities, because it would be really <laughs> if they did. So, you know what they say, uh, idle hands are the devil's playthings, and I would like to argue that the devil liked to use those hands to play with eels. <laughs> um, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I was not I mean... ready. I was not <laughs> no, ready. no. I was ready to make a joke, and oh, then I was just so God. flabbergasted I that I was not ready for the complete turn that that took. <laughs> you know how it's sometimes you think a sentence is going a certain way, <laughs> and then when it ends, you're just like, "Huh." Not what I expected at yeah, all. <laughs> I never in a million years would have predicted that <laughs> Megan would have said that the devil is making people play with eels okay here's my obligatory terrible joke the devil can play with my eel all right that's all i got that's all i got uh, it's not even great wasn't even a good one and he was so half-assed through it that it just didn't feel but here's the thing my next line was not those kinds of eels although those kinds of eels too. oh all right all right megan had one built in but we cut her off at the knees i did I'm making an because I was fucking terrified you... of that entire sentence. That sentence Why? radiated mysterious dick energy. I know, dude. Sometimes I'm like, man, am I a good writer? And then I'll say things, and you guys will be like, what did you just say? And I'm like, I did it. I did the thing. I, I, really, I really did the I dang really, thing. I'm so good at Megan this. is like <laughs> pulling the wool over people's eyes. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I'm we strive so... for as writers, the Enigma Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Can we name the episode uh, that? Uh, I have to maybe. Because I'm going to die. <laughs> Matt, Corona has given Matt three strikes. And he has to, he has to mute and strike himself. <laughs> oh, God, so my throat while, hurts. While he's dying. I'm back, I'm back. Um, I'm going to... Okay, well, I'm still going to take you to the magical place called um, the neighborhood of Jordan in Amsterdam to the year of 1886, and I will tell you about the Palingroper or the Eel Riot. I am so... Okay, Megan, you have a lot of riots that I'm you talk so about. I'm so ready for this. I... Is this something I, we have to address later? I don't think we have to address hey, anything, Zach, Zach okay. as long as every, you accept Every me one of us has gone me. through eras. Megan's first yeah. era was <laughs> the era of depressing stories. That's true. Now it's, now the, it's riot the riot era. era. Okay, I got it. Yeah, it's the riot We occasionally era. dip our toes back into different pools. It happens. <laughs> We're on the riots. Anyway. <laughs> Riot. Uh, during this time, there was a famous game played in Amsterdam called Palingtrekken. And this meant eel pulling or eel drawing. Sexy. Okay. In this game, a rope was stretched over a canal and a live eel was hung <laughs> from it. Uh, then... The players had to sail their boats under it to try to grab the eel, but more often than not, they ended up in the water because eels are slippery. Slippery. Yeah. 
Aren't they yeah. also? It's electric. Well, not so. all. Not all eels are electric. Not all of them. Not all eels are electric. Um, but maybe. Okay, but the all game would have been so much better with shocky eels. Am I right? Well, it would also well, end they, much can faster. Can they generate? Can they generate a shock if they're not in the water? I don't know. I don't know. All I know I don't is know this anything game. About eels. This game. I don't remember. What was it called again? Uh, this is called Paling Trekkin. Yeah, it would have been better if you called it Eelies because you're cruising by Eelies. on your boat. Oh, my God. And it's like, it's a picture. What I'm picturing for the logo is like someone who has like their feet up in the Heelys like skate, but it's eels on their feet. Yeah, I'm just imagining eels on feet. Yeah. Yeah, eels on feet. Um, So eels are slippery. They ended up in the water. And then as the game went on, uh, eel pulling was banned by the government because it was deemed a cruel public entertainment form. They were like, government takes away all the fun things. Yeah. Government takes away all the fun of, of eel pulling. Big government, big eel uh, is getting in on this. Um, This brings up uh, the, the subject of Sunday July 25th, 1886, when a game of eel pulling had begun because the people weren't aware that it had been banned. Okay. Um, the police, honest mistake. Hey. It's honest to mistake. To answer a quick science question, eels are actually, electric eels are actually more electric outside of the water. Oh Ooh. my god. Uh, how much electricity can Hey, you I'm not doing all that. I just want you to know. <laughs> okay, I was just hoping you could give me voltage, but whatever. Uh, uh, now um, I'm... My fucking brain won't let me not answer this question. Give, how much voltage can I put it in a Prius? How much voltage How much voltage charge, can an electric charge. eel produce? 600 volts. Holy shit. Yowza! That is enough to make King Henry shit. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Um, so the police intervened and cut the rope on which the eel was hanging. And the spectators got so angry about this that they turned on the officers, going so far as to drag one of them into a basement to beat him. They're like, how dare you take the, our one source of entertainment away <laughs> from us? We live in Amsterdam. What do we have to live for? We don't have pot yet. <laughs> uh, I assume. I mean, Reinforce- the devil's hands, the devil's lettuce, you know how it goes. The devil's hands, the devil's eels, the devil's lettuce. Uh, <laughs> reinforcements were called in to quell the crowd, and they only managed to restore order when night fell and most of the people went home. But yeah. the people weren't done because they woke up on Monday, realized that they were still angry about their game being interrupted, <laughs> and the riots broke out again. It's like uh, waking up with a hangover. Well, I was going to say, that's how it should be, though. Like, now that I'm in my late 20s, I feel like I should be like, riot, take a nap, riot yeah. again. Well, you need your eight I hours. I mean, you wake up, yeah, that's, that's the definition. That's that's the whole, that's waking up and choosing violence. Yeah. Personified. Yeah, dude. Yeah, well, they were like, I'm still mad and I'm not letting it go. But also, I needed, I needed my beauty sleep. Thank you. Yeah. So the riots broke out again. People stormed the police station with sticks and cornered the officers. And eventually the army had to be called in and uh. fights <laughs> and fights broke out on the streets. Uh, okay. Seems reasonable. Yeah. No, this is re- They took the eel away, dude. Yeah. Don't take my eel away. Don't take my eel. <laughs> Hashtag don't take my eel. 
Uh, people were throwing anything that they could get their hands on at the police from the rooftops, while the army, with their real live bullets, fired on the citizenry. Oh, this is turning into a fun time. This is turning this to is turning America into... anytime something bad happens. It's so true, though. They're just like, should we? How should we? Should react? we shoot the public? And there's like, yep. Should Extreme prejudice, that's how we should react. Yeah, they're just like, how should we react to this whole problem? They're like, one of them just like locks and loads a gun, and they're like, you know. Yeah, um, like that one so, scene from Watchmen, where fucking the comedian is just shooting people in the streets. Yeah. You got a lot of Watchmen references hey. today. Hey. a lot of Watchmen references in this. This will uh, be the so, only time that they're relevant. <laughs> I I think I've watched Watchmen exactly once, and I was like, it's fine. I uh I recently rewatched that movie, and while I was rewatching uh, it, my dad happened to walk by, and he's like, and "What?" Then did he fall he asleep? He goes, "What movie is this?" No, he did his other classic, which is uh, I'll I'll display in a second here. He goes, "What movie is this?" And I said, "Watchmen," and he goes, "Oh, that woman's got a nice body." <laughs> so my dad is either always falling asleep while watching something or remarking on how attractive one of the actresses is. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, at least he has, like, an MO. Yeah. Consistency, it's key. It, consistency, it's key. So much like the consistency of the army uh, now and then, they did fire bullets on the live citizenry, and peace resumed the next day, but many people were injured and 26 were killed. Jeez. Because of well, eels? Yep. Yeah, because of eels. The devil's playthings. I have one really important question. Yeah. Did the eel live? Oh. I don't think the eel lived, dude. I think. Fuck! Like, could I go? Could I, I go find that eel now? You know what? We're not really sure how long eels live in the wild, so You're maybe. You're gonna make me fucking research this again. You're gonna make me. <laughs> We also don't really know how eels procreate. That's another thing. Yeah. Um, eels are the, weird. They're slippery they're both really like, weird. in a physical sense and a psychological 15, sense. 15 yeah, to 20 in years. a metaphor. Mm. In the wild? Yeah. Mm. I don't believe it. Thank you for your facts, though. I'll, I'm going to decline them. Uh, how do eels <laughs> procreate? I, external fertilization, like fish. Mm. Okay. Megan. Yeah, no, save me from the science. Save me from this science. Yeah, I was, like, reading the other day where it was, like, they go to, like, one part of the ocean. and If you knew, then why did you make me look it up? Well, uh, because I wanted to see if you came up with anything else. It's a double blind study. Yeah, I wanted to be, I wanted to see if you could come up with anything. But uh, anyway... So in the aftermath of the eel riots, the police were heavily criticized, showing that police brutality is surprisingly always a thing. But yeah, I couldn't find... Also, I didn't really look, to be fair, if that (laughs) one eel survived. (laughs) I'm I'm gonna safely assume that it's dead now, so it's whatever. Well, now it's probably dead, unless it's the forever eel. Ah, yes. (laughs) The... The scrolls have spoken of the forever eel. <laughs> um, That's going into that a D and D podcast too, or a D and D episode <laughs> session, whatever. The scrolls, oh. the scrolls have spoken the forever, of the forever eel. eel. Yeah, 
Um, and then everyone gets a staff of eeling. You guys are, yes. Oh, yes. fuck. The staff of eeling. The worst thing that's D4 ever existed. D4 eels. Every roll. All right. We've done a <laughs> lot say, yeah, of yeah. fucking around this episode. I can't even, I don't think this is even a real episode, to be honest. Oh, it is. Just, it's going to be a heavy, heavy, heavy editing, editing Zach, Zach go episode, fuck yourself. Huh? Yeah. It's whatever. Is that the end of your story, man? Yeah, that was the end of my story. That's crazy. Hell yeah. I yeah, think it's I, insane I think... that 26 people died because of a game of eel pulling. Eel pulling? I think it's crazy that someone came up with this game. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's true. You're not wrong. But bored people do terrible things. Yeah. Like... I mean, as terrible it is, as it is to, like, hang an animal up like that, I think, like, the weirdest part of it is, like, someone at some point was like, what should we do today? And they're like, I got an idea. I gotta tell you that Why this sounds exactly like the fucking Amsterdam version of stereotypical, like, redneck yeah, that's they're, true. They're like, I got an idea. I got an idea, Cletus. We gonna go down to that river. We gonna peck out an eel. We gonna hang him up, and we gonna try and catch him on a boat. I got an idea, Johan. Yeah, <laughs> Johan. I have an idea. We'll go out Yo- into the river. We'll catch an eel, and then we'll string him up, and we'll try and catch him. Yeah. Oh, what fun, Hans! Is that a Dutch name? No, no, we're done now. <laughs> Is- we're, I, would, I would like to say that we are deeply apologetic to anyone named Johan or Hans. Uh, I think we're just deeply apologetic in I general. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't go that far. No, not not in general. Because then okay. the French have to accept things. an apology. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Zach. No. You know that you can never... That simply can cannot be allowed to happen. To um, okay, so if that's uh, if that's the end of it, Audience, thank you for listening to me cough in the background. I'm hoping Zach edited around most of those, but there were some that were just inevitable, like the one that I just did about the eels, um, (laughs) where I was mid-cough and then did have to ask if 26 people died because of eels. Um, But yeah, thanks for sticking with us. Um, You don't really have to pray for me because... I'm vaccinated like an intelligent adult, so I think I'll be just fine. Uh, Does that count as a as a stab against the? Oh, American absolutely. I would no, oh, yeah, no, yeah, we'll maybe not it. the healthcare system. Maybe against uh, the South. Um, okay, <laughs> <laughs> we'll add that to the bingo card. But anyways, thanks for sticking with us, guys. Uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. If you didn't, we don't care. Um, we do care. We're just, we're only slightly Oh, miffed. my God. I'm so fucking tired. Uh, all right. All right. Ask your question, I've, t- I've tried it. to end this podcast five times already. Ask it. <laughs> what the fuck, history? Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.